one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everybody's talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. And remember, only like us and our content or we get kind of sad, y'all. But in all seriousness, we want you to get a multitude of perspectives, so make sure you check out other content as well but especially ours. And Jennifer, what are we talking about today? We are talking about robots. Yes, robots that can reproduce, we hear. Isn't that freaky? That is very, very scary. Like, I feel like this is just a new wave of gross. I've always had this phrase, and, and it's pretty much like everything is going to change, and everything you imagine is going to happen eventually. I just don't want to be around for when it does. Yeah, that's a little scary. Um, my mom and I were talking the other day. She told her Alexa to do something. And she was like, thank you. And then she has hers talk to where it's like, oh, you're very welcome or whatever. And I'm always like, no, no, no. I just want mine to ding. Let, let me know that like it heard my command is done. She's like, yeah, this is why you're going to be the first one to die in the robot uprising. She's like, I'm treating mine like a person, and you're treating yours like a servant. There's a, um, I- I've shown you these videos. I can't remember, but it's like a technology company out of Massachusetts, and they have robots. And there's, they have like the dog robot with the snake head, and then they have the other robot that looks like it, it, it's like you know a human, right? It's got arms and legs, and it jumps mm-hmm. and it does backflips and and whatnot. That's weird. But they beat them with hockey sticks and brooms. Because yes. it's supposed to learn, but then they have all of these videos or when the robots take over to remember how they were abused as 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 robots by the yeah. humans. Yeah, we're all we're all screwed. So uh but according to the Washington Post, uh living robots, these living robots, are made from frog cells and they can now reproduce is that like an actual video of the little robots i imagine so either that or they're or like a... popcorns that are popping yes that with lots of salt no but there they are and they're moving that's so weird i don't and like they're it. hunting they're hunting they're looking for human flesh you know what i am almost reminded of have you mm-hmm. seen big hero six Yes, I have, actually. So the little nanobots that he creates, like that to me, for some reason, is like what I'm envisioning here. But those didn't reproduce, but I get what you mean. No, but they they were tiny and and worked together. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Which the technology is really cool if it's not going to kill you. Uh, It's definitely going to kill us. Uh, So these robots are alive, according to the Washington Post, and they can now reproduce. That's not a sequel to The Terminator. It's the result of a new research showing that microscopic life forms made of frog stem cells can self-replicate in a way not seen in other animals or plants. These xenobots, named by the, uh, for the African frog Xenopus lavius, for, uh, from which they are made, could already move around, display collective behaviors, like the nanobots you mentioned before, yes. and heal themselves. So they cannot so be destroyed. they can't be destroyed either, and we're all going to die. Get out your wooden stakes and silver bullets, everybody. You're going to need these. Uh, a study released Monday suggested that the cells clump, uh, the cell clumps also can be engineered to sustain themselves for at least five generations. Lovely. Dear Lord. So we have five years of just human enslavement by these No, five nanobots. generations. Oh, yeah. 
So, so how years. long? Oh, God. Yeah. We're all screwed. Uh, there's nothing theoretical that would stop us from making these out of human cells, said Sam Craigman, an author of the study published in the Journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Science. They could perform useful work inside a human body in places where traditional robots can't go because our bodies detest even the smallest amount of metal. Okay, I'm sorry. We had people screaming about microchips Mm -hmm. in a vaccine, and these people think they're going to put literal robots in people's bodies? But they also had people who were not concerned by vaccines and the potentiality of nanobots or microchips or whatever. So there are going to be some people that put these in their body, but I, I get your point. The amount of people that are going to be in uproar when these start getting injected into people. Yeah. They're going to be like, see, we told you. How does the average person, I, I don't know, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of thought behind that. How do you trust the people that are doing this? Like, if you're able to make, uh, I don't know, frog eggs do this, how else can you control them? I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's what they would say, I suppose. To me, it's one step closer to dinosaurs. So I guess I'm fine with it because I really want Jurassic Park to be a thing. Not like the killing and the dying and the eating, but the before Jurassic World went to heck. Well, that was through cloning. This is not that. This is, I imagine they're going to inject you with these and then they're going to be able to, I guess, I don't know, cure diseases or something in the way that a normal cells can't because they mentioned that the body rejects any amount of metal so if mm-hmm. they inject you with this the body might be less likely to to get rid of it right to attack it mm-hmm. um and therefore they could probably program it to go after cancer cells or yeah or whatever, whatever they want to okay. and then eventually it'll continue to reproduce until you explode or something let's read on let's read on um the finding that xenobots can reproduce is the latest result of research that began in 2018 mm-hmm. among biologists and cub- computer scientists at Tufts University. The researchers took stem cells from the skin of frog embryos and put them in salt wa- water where they clumped together into spheres with a layer of cilia, which are akin to small hairs and enable the organisms to move. Uh, yeah, because if you remember back to like science class, cilia are the little hairs on the outside of the, the microbe, and it kind of helps to propel it through liquids. Sure, yes. Sure. Uh, the scientists noticed that the xenobots were swimming around randomly and would spontaneously make piles out of particles placed in the dish, like dye or silicone-coated iron beads. One of the biologists started to wonder whether the tiny robots would do the same thing with individual stem cells, so he drew up Eight test. The scientific method. The experiment worked. Once he did uh, and showed us the video, there was definitely a record scratch, uh, Craigman said. The first thing we thought of was robots building robots, which has been a dream of robotics since the very beginning. So essentially reproducing. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing that xenobots' shapes affect their behavior, the computer scientists then ran algorithms to figure out which form would help the organism to replicate repeatedly. They discovered that a C-shaped resembling Pac-Man from the 1980s video game series seemed to be the best. And one of the biologists used microsurgical tools to carve the xenobots into that design. I love how they had to say 1980 video game series like people don't know what Pac-Man is. Kids these days don't know (laughs) anything about the past. 
uh, as the algorithms predicted, the Pac-Man-shaped Xenobots gathered individual stem cells in the clusters, which became Xenobots of their own. I really want to make, like, I wish I had, like, a little Pac-Man noise over here. This type of replication is based on the organism's movement rather than growing and then shedding a new being as other animals and plants do, Craigman said. Xenobots straddle an unusual line between living organisms and robots. They are organisms because they are made of stem cells and they can reproduce. But they are also robots because they can move on their own and perform physical labor, Kriegman said. Although most robots are made of metal, he said, uh, robots are defined not by their material, but what they can do. So, okay. By that logic, I too am a robot. Because I can also move on my own and perform physical labor. Not too much <laughs> physical labor, because, you know, I'm lazy. But and, and you are made from stem cells. I am and also you can made reproduce. from stem cells. I can reproduce. So, theretofore, I am a robot. So I think the headline is a little misleading, because when you, what is it here, uh, living robots, you imagine that it's a robot that can reproduce, like a metal robot that can reproduce. Yeah. But they're... It's semantics, right? Their definition of robots is something that can do a specific type of work. And since these cells can do work, it's technically a a robot. So it's not a robot robot. So it's nothing at all like the the micro whatever we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, basically. No, it's not like that at all. So that, that makes me sad. It's just a little thing that can reproduce, but it can also do work. I just, I... Now I'm kind of feeling like this whole discovery would have made more headlines if it was literally just, like, super cool stem cell project can do lots of awesome things. Like, why you gotta drag the word robot in it? And now people are gonna be disappointed, just like me. Well, no, I think they can do a lot of things with it, because then they can make, uh, you know, a cell that does whatever they want. But yeah, you're right. It's not like a regular robot. But I guess in the fact that they can program it to do certain things, mm-hmm. it is kind of more of a robot than right. just an awesome cell. So are, if you believe in God, are we just robots of God? Essentially, yes. Hmm. We're like the Sims. Only they're not yeah, robots. Gosh. But anyway. uh, before now, Kriegman said, no one has been using living material as self-moving, self-powered robots. The researchers hope that the xenobots can help them better understand the process of replication, a fundamental property of life, and how, it, how to control it. Faced with a world full of self-replicating problems, such as the novel coronavirus and forest fires. What? Uh, Kriegman said studying xenobots could lead scientists closer to situations, uh, solutions. Solution. I don't understand the connection between uh, coronavirus and forest fires. A forest fire is self-replicating? Like, it spreads. It spreads. So you could, I guess, program the robots to stop the forest fire? Oh, okay. I guess. I don't know. How? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying. Are I'm they helping. just going to overwhelm the fire with little robots? Jeez. Uh, the next step in the research is trying to build similar living robots out of mammal cells with a goal of eventually creating robots that can act without human oversight. That work comes Lovely. with ethical questions. Of course. Yes. Um, so then the robots become God. 
and we become the robots of the robots. Are we going to the Matrix? Is this like Matrix territory? No, Terminator territory, I guess, that they said. Mm, I think it's the Matrix. Maybe Matrix. I've never seen the Terminator, so I can only equate it to the Matrix. (laughs) I know the the Terminator is like the same thing, where the robots are realize that humans are a threat, so they decide to kill them or something. And the Matrix, they just want to kill the humans. Both. Both works. Yeah, both works. Uh, If we start to create these things to be more and more intelligent... Don't do that. At some point, (laughs) there needs to be additional ethical considerations. Don't do that. To those unnerved by the idea of reproducing robots... Me! ...including Jennifer, Kriegman said only a fragile set of easily changeable circumstances leads the Xenobots to self-replicate. If you change the amount of sodium in the water to be too high or too low... They'll die, just like us. It's too hot or too cold, or we don't drink enough. Well, now I'm sad again. Uh, If there's a piece of copper in the dish, they'll all die. It's an extremely controllable and stoppable and safe system. Until you make them more intelligent and less susceptible to copper. And they learn that the same parameters lie with us, and they'll find a way to kill all of us, like salting the earth or, or getting rid of the ozone layer or something. You've killed us all again, science. Congratulations. Um. So again, like I said, everything will change. Everything you imagine now will eventually come into reality. I just don't want to be around for when it does. Mm-hmm. I am in agreement. So hold off for another 70 years, 80 years, and we'll be good science. Unless they secretly inject you with these, and you'll live forever, and you'll have to endure the Matrix and the Terminator back-to-back. Lovely. Thank Fantastic. you for those kind words. You are welcome. And let us know in the comments section down below, are you worried about the future? Does it scare you? Or are you excited for it? I'm terrified. So that's my comment. I'm a kind of go with the flow kind of guy. You, you really are. I'm more of I want to know what's going to happen and be on the plan. So you'll be fine. Well, I'll be right here with you. Uh, and we'll see all of you in the next one. Bye, guys.